Welcome to One Man's Opinion, brought to you by the Elite Fantasy, Fantasy Guru, and EliteSportsBetting.com. And now, here's your host, Jeff Manns. All right, welcome it, everybody. Indeed, it's another episode of the podcast that's sweeping the nation. Episode 197, this is One Man's Opinion. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you for liking, favoriting, downloading, subscribing, all of that good stuff, commenting on, uh, telling a friend about this podcast. It is a passion project of ours. That is for sure. I appreciate it. My guests appreciate it. My producer, Sean Engel, appreciates it. Uh, We all appreciate it very, very much. So welcome to this episode Ladies and gentlemen, we are still going strong right now. As a matter of fact, in uh, what season number four, we are still rolling. We're still um, no plans to slow down much, although I will make a programming note that we will be taking a hiatus next week. Likely no episode. I can't guarantee it. I may sneak one in on you, but count on no episode next week. I have a wedding. I'll be flying to Chicago. I'll be missing a little bit of time on the Sirius XM show and all that to attend to uh, a wedding. And not only attend to it, I will be, I'm the officiant. I'm the guy marrying uh, my wonderful nephew and my new niece as well. So I'm very excited about that. It's going to be a great time. I cannot wait to go see family and friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Hopefully it won't snow on me because I will melt. Yes, in the snow, I will still melt. Uh, in case you, this is your first time listening, welcome in. This is One Man's Opinion. This is a podcast that sprays to all fields. We're talking a lot of sports today. In fact, I'm going to hit the trifecta of baseball, football, and basketball. I'm going to hit all of them, all right, for you as well. And it is uncensored. So just in case you heard that you're going to hear dirty words, you're going to hear you know, it's 2024. I'm going to bash your favorite politician. Like I'm going to talk shit about Joe Biden and Donald Trump. I got, I'll probably do that. I don't think this episode, I don't know. Things just come out. And if you're not, you don't have the capabilities to handle that kind of stuff. Then this isn't the show for you. This is honest. It's real. It's in the moment. And uh, that's what we do. So again, I'm going to say those naughty words, all of them. So no kids around. And if you're the sensitive type, again, move along, sucker. Uh, Today, we've got a lot to talk about. I'm going to spend most of it probably talking football and for uh, good reason, I I think. And I'll address that in a second. My name is Jeff Mance, by the way. You can hear me weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern, on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio Channel 87. I host a show called Elite Sports on that network and strongly recommend getting Sirius XM. You can listen on the app. You don't have to have a car radio. It's not all about the cars. You can listen anywhere you go. And you want to talk about a wealth of content for like five bucks a month? I mean, you have everything. It's Howard Stern, Kevin Hart, Conan, fucking Fantasy Channel, fucking play-by-play, all that good stuff is on Sirius XM. So I uh, strongly recommend getting that. And again, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern and then 8 to 10 Eastern. Our guys, Justin Fenceman, who you heard on last episode, and Ray Flowers, my guy. I wanted Ray Flowers on this episode, uh, but we couldn't because I record right as their show is ending and it's just too much work. So I'll get Ray on in the future here, hopefully not too distant future as well. 
So there you go. Follow me. You find my work exclusively at fantasyguru.com. That's the place to be. It's We've got everything. It's the largest active community in fantasy sports and sports betting. You want to have people, if you ever feel alone, like you are making bets or you're building DFS lineups or you're watching these games or you don't know the strategies, you don't know, have the latest news or uh, any, you're betting the wrong way or building lineups the wrong way. All of that is why you join the elite mafia at fantasyguru.com. That's what we do. We have our incredible team of analysts. We've got a tremendous community of like-minded folks that will help out, share their knowledge and, and really help you out, become better at all these games, even whether it's drafting, waiver moves, trade decisions, football, baseball, fucking NASCAR, NBA, college sports, United Football League. Like we cover MMA, PG, everything you could imagine. So get over there, fantasyguru.com. And got a little special for you right now. Go to fantasyguru.com forward slash game time. All one word, G-A-M-E-T-I-M-E. That side, that part and using the game time promo code will give you $25 off our already incredibly low price. We already discount 65% for the MVP package. Now that does not include baseball or football, just so you're aware. It's NBA, college hoops, NHL, PGA, MMA, soccer, racing, all DFS, all betting, all optimizers and all that for those sports. Okay. If you want to add on football and baseball, get that VIP platinum plan. It's 50% off right now. And another 25 bucks off. If you use that game time promo code at fantasyguru.com. So on that offer, the upgrade offer is, uh, or that's that promo code is for new users only. It is not for uh, rehashing your membership and things like that. I've got, I posted in discord for all of our current members. You guys have massive upgrade uh, uh, benefits as well. So yeah, I, I was told it's not for, you know, we have a new member po- uh, plan and we have for those trying it, us out. And then we have an upgrade uh, plan as well. So get over there, support at fantasyguru.com If you have any questions regarding that whatsoever. All right, let's dive right in. I don't know if I'm going to make it to an hour today. It's a busy time of year, even though I was told it's supposed to be my off season. Uh, there is no off season. I'm sweating NBA bets out as we speak. Fucking Io DeSumo, not fucking scoring. Fuck does that matter with this motherfucker? My Chicago Bulls guy, you're really going to do me dirty like that? You're really going to go there on me, DeSumo, you motherfucker? Yeah, pisses me off a little bit. But uh, nevertheless, you know, it's 3 of 12 shooting. What am I going to do? 0 for 5 from three-point range. It's just not happening for him at, at this time. Uh, otherwise, uh, really positive, man. We were undefeated earlier this week, depending on when you're listening to this. It was on Monday night, a perfect 7-0 there. And to start out really strong here on Tuesday night as well. So I got a lot going on. Our team is rolling in it as well. Let me talk a little bit, though, uh, fantasy baseball. And I'm tempted to title. I like ruffling the feathers of fantasy baseball players. I've talked a lot of fantasy baseball on the Sirius XM show. 
lately. And, you know, I love the listeners. I love everybody. But, I mean, I, I want to have a serious conversation about fantasy baseball. Is, the, is it dead? Season-long fantasy baseball. Is it dead? Does it exist? Are any of you in any leagues anymore? Like I've been warning about this for a decade. Nobody in this industry took me seriously. Nobody changed these leagues, these longtime fucking leagues that we hear about. Nobody did anything about it. And here, let me give you a little why this matters to me. Okay. It matters to me. So I'm pretty straightforward with everybody. I mean, it's I'm an open book. I don't hold anything back from anybody, any, especially our podcast listeners, right? Because there's nothing I'm not allowed to talk about. The fantasy sports industry is fucking dying. In case you didn't know, it is fucking dying. There are more companies out of business since football ended. In the last two months, we have seen 50, just under 50. I rounded up, 46. I rounded 50. But I guarantee by the time you listen to this, there'll probably be four more. 50 fantasy sites out of business. Some were mom and pop. Some were rinky-dink. Some either did, some are still existing. I counted Sports Illustrated in there because they've been, they laid off their entire staff, essentially, right? Anybody with massive layoffs, they could say, hey, we're still in business, but you're not. There's cutbacks, and we had to do that two years ago. Now, we understand that at fantasyguru.com. We know how that goes, but other companies are completely fucking destitute and out of business. And that is because they were set up improperly. The companies and the business and the business side of our industry is an embarrassment. It just is embarrassing. Right? There's a there are legitimately three to five people who have any business acumen whatsoever. And they are running, you know, and there's a bunch of people without who know jack shit or come from way different backgrounds and think they know everything that no, have no fucking idea about our business. And again, why does this matter? Well, it matters a lot. I really believe, and I may be foolish, maybe that's true, but I believe in what we do. I believe in the service that we provide. And it's important because when I open up a FanDuel app or DraftKings app and I see absolute dog shit as far as bets, recommended bets, recommended plays. If you do a Google search, uh, fantasy football or fantasy baseball draft strategy, fantasy basketball, basketball bets, that's a good one. Something like that. You are going to get a onslaught of a cornucopia of shit, garbage, absolute trash. Google and a lot of the sponsored podcasts, they have no interest at all in you succeeding. None. They definitely want your numbers. They want you to listen in. They want you to follow them. They want you to pay. Right. And again, those who don't want you to pay are the worst. 
But they're there. I know as a customer, you're probably like, well, what does that mean? No, it's really fucking bad. Would you rather want eat a, uh, let's say a $20 steak, which in modern day is pretty, it's a good, pretty good price or free steak. If you're the type that says, I want a free steak, you're an imbecile. That steak was in somebody's asshole. Point, point blank. That was in somebody's ass. There's nobody's giving you that free steak. There is no such thing. No, doesn't exist. And the ones that do, you don't fucking want. We are formulating. There is a lot of access with betting now legal in 38 states and with DFS available most other places as well and some form of paid fantasy available just about everywhere. The access to these games and contests is prevalent. And without good... It's, it, imagine having access to prescription drugs, but instead of access, you can just get them via an app. And I don't mean you need a prescription. That's drug dealing, right? That's ex- but imagine if drug. Imagine, hey, my coke dealer says it's fine. Imagine that cocaine's free though. Imagine your weed is free. It's awesome. Eh, is it? I don't know. I, I'm weird like that. I would rather pay. I don't want to overpay for anything, but I would rather pay for something and get it uh, there than be guidelines because you can get a whole bag full of horse shit and they're, they're sprinkling some leaves and say, oh, yeah, that's some great A Kush, man. It, it ain't. You're smoking horse shit. But you're, it's an uninformed and uneducated public. That is a fucking problem. And in this space, there is a way. I've talked about it. Fenstein and I talked about it on last episode, all about ways to make money, turning this into a side hustle, helping yourself out in bad times. And I believe in that, and I know it can be done, and I'm watching it every day over at fantasyguru.com, the place that we are at. I see it. I see the positivity. But then I see just aw- just horseshit awfulness everywhere. Free this. Rob Gronkowski's going to tell you, how to bet the Super Bowl. Blech. Are you fucking kidding me? These motherfuckers have no idea. No idea. They slop something together or even worse, some other PR person slops it together, submits it, and there we go. I talked about it last during last football season. We're a very popular betting site that uh, we were about to do a major deal with. They told me straight out, don't you can't don't do don't they said it and i have it i have it in a text message that i could screenshot everywhere if i was that kind of asshole which i'm not i'm a different kind of asshole but not that kind of asshole they literally said don't we the goal it remember the goal isn't necessarily to win it's to market don't bet on don't tell everybody to bet on these low-end players or defensive players they want us betting on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Austin Eckler, popular players. How is that good for the consumer? How? It's not. That's why our little space, our fantasy sports industry is so important. We're the last level that you have, right? We're the last last chance before it all becomes terrible advice and people trying to get better at this, trying to actually make money instead of spend it, trying to spend less rake, trying to be wise bankroll managers and contest selectors. 
it's not going to exist. Nobody's going to give that information to you any longer. But again, why this matters, you know, fantasy baseball. Fantasy baseball used to be, for the fantasy sports industry, a massive profit. Massive. The You could say that the industry was banked on it. One of the biggest windfalls ever, I don't say windfall, but the biggest wins ever was when the FSGA, at that point FSTA, versus the MLB Players Association when they sued us, trying to not allow fantasy players to use the baseball stats. If that lawsuit goes the other way, there is not, we would have to pay for the right to even draft a team to use any kind of data, any kind of statistics. Baseball wanted to own the stats. It's a true story. You could look that up. I was around here for it. That's how long I've been around. We fought that. We, we beat that. FSTA did great work. But the, the problem is that we kind of stopped there, especially when it came to baseball. And it's happening in football, by the way. Fortunately, in football, we get a lot. There's so many more people playing that they're, they're pushing different formats forward. But the general consensus, the industry, those like in the industry will control how my fantasy league, Yahoo, ESPN, right? All of these services, they all just are ba the basic setup are whatever we tell them it to be. And I say we, cause it's loose. I'm not a part of the industry as much anymore, but let me tell you something. And it, it's infuriating to me cause nobody listened to me. I said, baseball, me and Ray flowers just did a, an episode on Sirius XM about ways to improve fantasy baseball. We got a lot of hate for it. We get a lot of hate every year for it. I have been asking for daily lineup changes for 12 years. I was laughed out of the room the first couple of years. Then they ignore me. Then they tried to, they literally tried to silence me, right? They, they, I've been told you can't do these, these high-end leagues that I was once a big part of. You, you know, we don't really want you in those leagues anymore because you're too vocal and outspoken about changes that we don't want to implement. Okay. But listen to me, motherfuckers. Right? There's a little fucking language lesson. Elite sports, depending on what metrics you're listening, is the second or third biggest audience in fantasy sports. The other ones are Matthew Barry. We have the biggest audience, and we just got a third hour. We didn't get a third hour because we're nice guys or anybody likes us. Got a third hour because people fucking listen. We got a second show, Game Time, Fenstey and Ray Flowers, right? We got that because that's what people want. We are growing. FantasyGuru.com is growing. We are adding to our staff. We're adding at a time when everybody else, because we are so fucking far ahead, it's crazy. And I don't say that to be mean. People will take it as I'm being mean. I'm not being me. I'm telling you, you have to fucking change. You've become stag stagnant. Fantasy baseball, people are not playing this game. We used to, at one point when I started on this, on an XM, we had full banks of phone lines. 
talking baseball, tons of keeper league questions, all that. We get to a show, maybe, and we're the highlight. Producers at SiriusXM will tell you that phone doesn't ring the rest of the day. It doesn't ring. Look at the interactions. Weird. They don't exist. They bring there's shows that bring on major league managers and general manager, all this. They don't draw flies. You guys aren't speaking to a relevant audience. You know what I mean? So excuse me <laughs> for trying to bring awareness to consumers. Excuse me for trying to do the right thing. Right? FSGA, FSWA, they, you know, the their awards, they just had their big awards ceremony. I knew I didn't win two weeks ago because <laughs> it's not really, it's just given to the right people, people they like, people that are safe, people that didn't get three-hour shows, expanded shows, and bonus shows, right? Yeah, but I'm an asshole. I'm not the guy. I'm telling you what the people want. And right now, uh, fantasy baseball in the season-long variety, it's become a daily and a betting service. That is what fantasy baseball has become, right? That is what it is because that's where people don't want. And again, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. At Jeff underscore Mans on Twitter, the Jeff Mans Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, everywhere else. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that you play in tons of fantasy baseball leagues that are not the NFBC. Because that is a cult that is not an organization. People are religious about that. And I like, I love the NFBC. But it's one entity. And people are more emphatic about that. It's like, it's like Donald Trump and politics. I mean, I don't know how many of you are Donald Trump people or what and vote for him or whatever. But I, I hope you recognize you're not a politic person. You're not into politics, right? That's not what you're, you're not into that. You're backing your horse. You, you love the guy. You're after the guy. You're, you love the guy, right? And it's this other side too, just so I'm balanced. Although I don't think anybody's passionate about Joe Biden. I don't think there's a person in the world that <laughs> Joe Biden's everybody's grandfather. Like, ah, Ah, he's just Joe. Just being Joe, what's he going to do? He's 95 years old, can barely walk. What are you going to do? But, I mean, seriously, you're not into politics. You're into the guy. That's what the NFBC is. You're not into fantasy baseball. You're into this, this very specific group, you know, and, and that's the difference. So as much as that organization grows by their 4% a year, which is great in this environment, huge really in this environment, doesn't symbolize the rest of the world. And the rest of the world, unfortunately, is how everybody else has to eat. And the jobs are going away and great people are out of work right now. Some great people, some of the best analysts I know are currently on the market and out of work. I talk to them. I, I want to bring all of them over. Unfortunately, we have a business to run and we have to be loyal to our great group over fantasyguru.com. But it's just amazing to me and how much the industry has changed and how much people are ignoring these facts.
NBA is popular. NBA is more popular than baseball. Anybody that tells you else is is a fucking liar. I don't know why they lie. Right? Like, I don't understand what you get from lying about. Now, you could not like basketball. I get that. Fuck, I hated basketball for years. Years and years. I get it. But you can't, I mean, the rate, there's ratings. There's network TV. ESPN, TNT, ABC. The the NBA uh, ticket or whatever, league pass, I'm sorry, sells more than the MLB extra innings package now. That wasn't like that 10 years ago. The ratings for the NBA 10 years ago weren't close to baseball for regular season games or their playoffs. But now they are. They're more. They're outproducing them on the regular. Baseball's closer to hockey. And we're ignoring it or just pretending it doesn't exist? NBA, if you've not talked to a somebody who is, let's say, 17 and under, if you haven't talked to those people, if you don't have kids and they don't have friends or what have you, you don't understand how big NBA is amongst the youth. Again, that's a massive miss by you. It's a huge market. And the fantasy community likes to ignore it because it's different. They want to sit on their, rest on their laurels. I've learned the NBA. And not only have I learned the NBA, I was a little disappointed in the analysis. I really am. Like I'm looking at stuff and how different shooters shoot in certain stadiums with certain backdrops. I'm looking up you know, previous performances against team. I'm looking up, you know, who how they've done in previous matchups against certain the players, you know, not just lining them up, oh, point guard versus point guard, because that doesn't happen. Who you defend isn't necessarily the position you play in offense. That's not the modern game at all. So like elements like that. And I see, and I read other people's content and see things and I'm disappointed. I'm like, wow, people are really, really missed on this shit. Really don't understand it. But baseball or basketball's the youth, man. And it's what it's listen, less games, more exciting playoffs. It's, the players are more popular, the star players. It's getting to be most of them are American born. Now I know a lot of overseas, a lot of overseas talent coming in. Webham Yama. I mean, he's a fucking maniac. He's so damn good, that guy. A lot of foreign players, but I don't think the baseball fans recognize that Americans don't play baseball either. Who are your American born? Baseball players. You're going to say Mike Trout, Bryce Harper? Okay. Yeah, you got them. But who else? Nobody else. You don't have anybody else. I know you don't have anybody else. Right? Of course you don't have anybody else. There are no other people. And that's the problem. So, again, always you want to change with the times. You want to grow with it. And I am a little perturbed I'm a little, you know, I'm upset about it. I hate seeing these companies go under. I hate seeing my friends be out of work. I hate seeing and, and hearing about businesses that go under because people refuse to change with the times. 
and a game that I love, baseball, and I love fantasy baseball. Fuck, I play Stratomatic, man. I roll, and I don't play the auto version. I play the cards and dice, baby. I'm rolling them bones, y'all. That's what I'm about. I love keeping score manually. Don't even need the automation. I don't don't need any of that. I love fantasy baseball. But I recognize that it's just not something that appeals to somebody. Why wouldn't you want to win today? If you can win something today, money, pride, respect, why wouldn't you choose to do that? Why would you want to, nah, I'm going to wait down the road. Now, if down the road it's an annuity and I could give you $10 today or 1000 in October, well, yeah, I'll fucking take that thought. Wait, you know, no problem. You know, uh, no problem. But when you don't have it, if it's $10 now or $10 in October, why the fuck wouldn't you want $10 now? That's what betting does. That's what DFS does for us. The long game is fun, no question. But it's not beneficial to the player, and the majority of players are simply checking out. Let's get to some football talk here as well. I want to get into my uh, – I'm going to do this. I'm going to go through the probable free agents – now, this is going to change. There's a lot of franchise tagging going on. T. Higgins just franchise tagged. Uh, Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, all not going to be tagged. Basically, every running back is just told to go screw themselves. So in that spirit, what I want to do today is go through. I'll go through every position. How about that? And I'll give you at least one overrated free agent and underrated free agent about to hit there, all right? We'll do a little preview in that capacity, all right? So let's start out. Let's go with the quarterback position, the number one, the most important position on a football field for sure. And the best or, you know, or I won't even go the best because Kirk Cousins like the best. But if I'm keeping this underrated, overrated, I guess the most overrated, I hate to, you know, I hate to be that guy, but for one, no, why is nobody talking about Josh Dobbs? Josh Dobbs has fallen off so far, it's bewildering to me. Like this guy, people were legitimately saying he was a top 16 quarterback last year. Like for real, like real people. People that do this professionally were saying that. And now you look at Josh Dobbs, like he'll obviously he'll get a job, but he's not very sought after heading into this round of free agency. Overrated, I'll say Baker. Baker's almost 29. He's fine. Right? But Baker Mayfield, you'd be super psyched if he's your backup. Right? Isn't that isn't that what you want? Super psyched if he's your backup. He had a good year in Tampa. But if Tampa loses Mike Evans, this is going to fail miserably. If getting Baker Mayfield, getting Baker Mayfield on the cheap was smart. You had Godwin, you had Evans. You had, still had patchwork offensive line that played pretty well last year, quite honestly. But you lose Evans, you start losing, you know, Godwin's already pissed off. Like, what's that going to do? You think Baker Mayfield's going to elevate? He's not going to elevate. And you're going to have to pay him $20 million? That's not it. So Baker, overrated. Underrated. There's a bunch of quarterbacks that are underrated. Um, can I go? You know, I'm going to go with a crazy one, Drew Locke. I'm going to go Drew Locke here. 
you know, he got his, he got that opportunity and that was a Sunday night or Monday night game. Might've been a Thursday night game last year for the Seahawks. But like Drew Locke isn't that bad. This guy's got 23 career starts. He was four and one rookie year with the Broncos. He's nine and 14 career wise was one and one as a starter for uh, Seattle last year. He's big. He's got a live arm. He's got moxie. He could run a little bit. Not a lot. Not quite as mobile. It's just as mobile as Geno Smith. There's no reason. And again, Drew Locke isn't better than Baker Mayfield. Just an underrated guy that, yeah, if I'm an NFL team, I'm taking the backup quarterback position very seriously. Right? I'm, I'm going to take it very, very seriously. So I think that's like an important thing. I think that you have to do that if you have if you're a contending team and you you're in love with your starter court starting quarterback and then just starter goes down, you're just gonna hang it up, kind of like the Jets did, then then you deserve what you get. So there you go. Um running backs, boy, there's a lot of running backs available this cycle, everybody. And I will start out with running back. <sighs> Like there's a lot of overrated guys, but I do think Henry, Saquon, Pollard, Eckler, I think they all fit in different schemes and on different teams. I don't think any of them are dead to the world. I just think that the their big-time fantasy upside is over. Henry and Eckler specifically are just, they need to be, they could tag team. You sign both of them for two mil apiece and get a great thunder and lightning duo backfield. Aging, yeah, you'll probably do that. But I think DeAndre Swift's the most underrated. He's 25 years old, just turned 25. He's young, not a lot of mile on the tire, stayed healthy last year for Philadelphia. I mean, DeAndre Swift is is a real good running back. He's a three-down guy. I think he showed that last year, right? Ran for 1,000 yards, Caught 39 balls. Basically just got usurped on touchdowns. Because if he, if Swift would have got a little bit more of those tush-push touchdowns, you know, we're talking about a top 12 fantasy running back last year. You know what I mean? And I mean, that, believe it or not, that plays. Especially in a free market like that. So... You know, guy who averages almost five yards per attempt for rush attempt over his career as well. Um, I think he's underrated. And as far as the overrated running backs, boy, there's a lot of them. Um, can I say it's Cordero Patterson? He's not a real running back. All right, I'll tell you just a real running back instead. Um, boy, I, I think I'm trying – Antonio Gibson is also an underrated one, by the way. It's another guy that I, I think is really underrated. I've I've wanted to talk about Gibson before, and maybe I will. I, I want him to go to the right team, because obviously with running backs, that's what matters the most. But I don't think Antonio Gibson got a fair shake in the passing game department at all in Washington. I thought he was misused from Jump Street through two different coordinators. So I really like Cam. Let's say Cam Akers is overrated. He's overrated. And uh, Saquon Barkley, fuck it. I'll say Saquon because <laughs> he's a volume back. He's just not what he used to be. 
you know, he's just not what it was. And I, it, the name seems like he should be an all-world running back and a perennial all-pro. He's, he's not that guy. All right? He's just not that guy any longer. At the uh, Let's go offensive line next for the purpose of the free agency here. Um, overrated, underrated. This is where I get excited. Like, I get real pumped up for the when the offensive line. And I've told people this many, many times, but it's like if they improve their offensive line, any team improves their offensive line, the quarterback, running backs, receivers get an upgrade too. Right? How can you take an existing quarterback, running back, receiver with the same talent, the same – everything same surroundings and how do you improve that get a new coach all right coaching matters i'll definitely you know otherwise they they what lesser opponents eh yes but you play your division half the season in football so you're gonna play a lot of similar teams no you get a better offense you upgrade the offensive line you follow the offensive line you get better fantasy production for me the underrated offensive lineman is definitely Jonah Hill or Jonah Hill. Holy shit. Jonah Williams. Jonah Hill also underrated. Uh, now Jonah Hill, the actor be, has become a complete fucking like egomaniac. Just complete fucking ego guy. I liked him better. He was fat and jolly, like super bad, much better, but nevertheless, Jonah Williams, a former first round pick Cincinnati Bengal uh, Freudian slip by me there, but I, I like him a great deal. He has played on the inside. He's played both left and right tackle. That kind of position experience matters. You could plug him in basically in four different positions on the offensive line. He's just 26 years old as well. I'm sorry. He's, yeah, Jonah Williams, yeah, just turned 26 years old. Right? Has big game experience, Super Bowl, AFC Championship games, tough opponents. Who was an all-world guy in college. Nick Saban says he's the best player, one of the best players he's ever coached. And of that, those great Alabama teams that won national championships, he's Nick Saban said it. Jonah Williams is the best player I got. Right. And I, I think all that means a lot. And he's just kind of worked. Something wasn't gelling in Cincinnati, but don't be surprised that wherever Jonah Williams goes that he ends up making a big difference in their offensive line. So that's my underrated, my overrated offensive lineman. Um, boy, a, a bunch of them to choose. I don't know if anybody likes Cody white here, but after seeing him in Chicago, the last few years, he's a good guy, a good leader, but he just doesn't have it. Even on the interior, he just doesn't have it any longer. Um, boy, I think all of I think both tackles for the New England Patriots. I think both of them are have bullseyes on them. Like I, for what Trent Brown has already left, come and gone from New England on different occasions, and every time he leaves New England, his production goes into the toilet. And he comes back and he becomes an all-pro. This is what happens for whatever reason that just 
continuous. And the other one, uh, the other, the left tackle that will likely leave in free agency as well, uh, Michael Awanu, Anwenu, is uh, another guy. I just don't trust when they leave New England that they're going to live up to their capabilities. Right? So both of those tackles, it's like that on the defensive side of the ball, too. You know, there's a, a bunch of defenders, specifically in that secondary that New England has that are uh, unrestricted free agents. These guys go to other teams. You always think you're picking apart the Patriots, although I don't think anybody's going to want to pick them off this time because uh, of their bad record. But you see that continuously, and I, I would always think they're overvalued on the open market. So at the offensive line position, um, there you go. Michael Owanu, Trent Brown, those are overrated. And my guy Jonah Williams, underrated. Tight ends going into free agency. Some interesting names out here. They don't get nearly as much attention as the running backs, receivers, quarterbacks. Dalton Schultz is the headliner there. Although I, I guess for me, my underrated is going to be Hunter Henry. Even though I bet you Hunter Henry gets the biggest contract, even bigger than Dalton Schultz. He's only a year and a half older. He's been around a while, but Hunter Henry spent three years in New England, just kind of withered away, touchdown or nothing. 42 receptions. Like he, he is so much better than that. It's mind boggling. When they first went out uh, two, three years ago, they signed what? Johnu Smith and Hunter Henry thought, oh, here we go. Jumbo formations, 12 formations. They're going to lean on these guys for Mac Jones. They didn't do that. Bill O'Brien comes over like, oh, here we go. It's the old Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Nope. Nope. Just by the goal line. That's it. So I think Hunter Henry is a lot of quality years. A few qual high end, very high end years left to go. Also, I'll, I'll throw Noah Fant into that mix. That dude has been so underutilized. First with Denver, then with Seattle. It's wild. Raw, and I don't know if he's learned anything in his four years in the league yet, but so good and such a mismatch for opposing linebackers trying to cover him that some team could get him on the rather cheap and use him as a matchup nightmare for the opposing defense as well. Because no... Nickel corners aren't they do not have the strength to compete with him for the football, and linebackers don't have the speed to compete with him in the route running. And that's a matchup problem. The overrated um oh man, Harrison Bryant, another underrated. Man, I'm giving you guys all these bonus stuff. Get the go out and uh get the uh franchise mode uh over at fantasyguru.com. All my rankings, everything over there. But yeah, Harrison Bryant, oh, 25 years old. This dude, been buried behind David Njoku for years. Uh, I'll be interested to see where if he goes anywhere, if the Browns actually let him go. I would assume they will have to because somebody's going to be smart and come in to pluck him. That's what I think, at least. Uh, let me say the overrated is Jonu Smith. He just hit free agency literally yesterday with uh, the Falcons officially releasing him for a salary cup a salary cap measure. John who is fast. He just isn't it. I, I, I thought John Smith was going to be a very dynamic tight end for years. And I spent a lot of time in Tennessee holding him in dynasty. He has shown flashes, Tennessee, 
not really even anything in New England. Did show flashes last year in Atlanta, but no. That that is an overrated player for sure. Wide receiver. Here we go. So as of this recording, T. Higgins is off the market, but Mike Evans is not. Michael Pittman is not, even though I fully anticipate Pittman getting a tag. I don't know what that's going to be. Um, everybody has heard, anybody who's heard the Sirius XM show knows how I feel about Tyler Boyd. I think he's amazingly undervalued. He is was buried on that depth chart behind two greats and T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. But there's a reason he made $10.7 million last year. They signed his, he got a big extension uh, from the Cincinnati Bengals pre-Higgins and pre-Jamar Chase. So like, you know, he, he had a $43 million contract that he signed, uh, you know, five years ago, four years ago, and he served out every single part of that. He actually made over $10 million last year. So, um, but he hits the open market. It would make a great fit where there's a veteran quarterback. Uh, Kansas City would be salivating get Tyler Boyd. That's for sure. But I'll, I'll give you um, at least one more underrated asset as well here. Um, there's the, the pool is vast when it comes to wide receivers. There's a ton of different talents. There's downfield guys, possession guys, all of that. I think one of my favorites at the lower end of the spectrum, though, um, I have like 15 guys I want to name. Let me go. How about this? LaVisca Chenault. LaVisca Chenault is not fast. He's powerful, right? We've seen him make concentration drops in Jacksonville, in Carolina. We've seen that. I think some team can carve out a role for LaVisca Chenault. And I think he's a guy that really does have a unique ability to be a game breaker. And I'd be very interested in his services. And again, another guy who's good. It's a one-year deal and he's going to be super duper cheap. So um, I like that one. If you wanted a name, if you want to be like these gambling companies and say, Oh, Jeff, you're going to get a name. Give me another name for it. Well, I told you Tyler Boyd already, didn't I? I'll throw in DJ Chark because I always love DJ Chark. So there you go. Uh, overrated wide receivers. <laughs> I'll give you multiple because the number one is so obvious. It's mind boggling. The Baltimore Ravens gave Odell Beckham $15 million last year. He actually made, I think, $8 million to $18 million total last season. $18 fucking million for Odell Beckham. But there's just no way. No way you can hang on to him, and no way he's going to be a thing. 35 catches for 560 yards. That's all he gave you. That's one of the most overrated ever. Um, The other overrated uh, player, I suppose, well, you could, if you want to go at Randall Cobb, I don't think that's anybody. Marquise Hollywood, what's your dream, Brown? He's the other overrated he wants to be paid like a marquee. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Like a marquee wide receiver, but he's small. He's a gadget guy. He has 
downfield ability, but he's he has massive drops and he's not great after the catch. He's great in stride, hit him on the deep ball. But he's he's not somebody like Chanel or somebody who could take the ball, run after it. He's not shifty like that, and he doesn't have the body for it. So if somebody's going to pay him big money to try to be their alpha or even their beta wide receiver, I think they're going to be sorely mistaken, and they're going to be incredibly disappointed. So there you go. So uh, those are the the wide receivers. Uh, defense. Let's, uh, we're going to talk defense, motherfuckers. What do you think? What is this? I do you think this is a punk-ass fucking show? Some fucking motherfucking show that can't talk all ball, baby? We talk ball up in here. One man's opinion. We about that ball. Um, I mean, where do I start? Edge. Defensive line slash edge. I'll give you some edge rushers. Um underrated guys is Danielle Hunter underrated I don't it depends I would think some people believe that Josh Allen who had 17 and a half sacks last year it maybe Yannick Ngakwe maybe Josh Allen or I talked to Josh Allen already um uh you, you may think that those guys are better that Brian Burns, another guy who's popular. I think I wonder if people think they're better than Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter has just been a fucking producer every fucking step of the way. Right? He just that's all the guy does. And you know, Vikings don't have the money to produce. That is going to be such a devastating loss for Minnesota. If assuming they can't resign him, right? So that's a big one. Speaking of which, another guy that I think maybe is underrated is Zadarius Smith. Now, Zadarius Smith, more of your traditional defensive end, more than an edge rusher. He's got several years of multiple uh, of 10 plus sacks, right? Was really good pro bowler for those Green Bay teams. Two or three years he was there, went healthy, came back, had 10 sacks for the Vikings a couple of years ago and he he's he is better I should say he's better playing upright than he is with his hand in the dirt so he's better in a 3-4 scheme like he did in Green Bay than he was in Baltimore or Cleveland with his hand in the dirt so that you know those are issues for it too but Sidarius Smith I think another underrated edge guy um overrated probably Brian Burns you know, it would it surprise me if Burns turned into a stud away from Carolina? Nothing would surprise me there. But at some point, dude, like, you know, we want to see big-time production. We, we want to see you make big game-changing plays. You know, I mean, he had 12 and a half sacks two years ago. He had eight sacks last year. But what did it all – what does it mean? He played – he was absolutely fucking terrible – in the beginning of the season, right? And then came on, I, I think he played fairly well down the stretch. His agent was probably in his ear saying, hey, man, you're hitting free agency with a four-sack, for the three-sack season here. Uh, need to pick shit up. And he did down the stretch. I think he maybe he's going to get a massive contract too. And I hope that Brian Burns can, can be more dynamic in a, away from Carolina. But I need to see him 
more interested. And also, you know, with these edge guys, don't forget, like you got to bring something else to the table. It's one thing to sack the quarterback and Burns has been solid in that capacity, but I don't see him running down ball carriers. I don't see him with massive tackle for loss numbers. I don't see him force fumbles, right? I don't see him recovering fumbles. I don't see him turning the ball over. You know, those types of things that you'd, you'd like to see some of those extra big plays from your edge guy. And I just haven't saw that. Ability's there, but you got to put it, you, you eventually have to put it on film. Otherwise, we don't believe it. Uh, let's play, like, so that's kind of a linebacker defensive end. Let's talk about the defense tackle, or as they saw, the defensive uh, interior of the defense. Um couple players that, you know, Chris Jones is the marquee name there. Uh, that's too obvious for me. Obviously, he's a difference maker, a guy who could play inside, outside, do everything. I think if you look, look at what Grover Stewart did for the Indianapolis Colts last year. He's on the free agent market. He got himself in trouble, suspended for four games. When he was out of the lineup, that Colts defense was a bag of shit. Absolute bag of shit right? He came back and they got better. Now, I'd like to see him rush the quarterback better, but as far as a pure interior guy, run defender, over Stewart, to me, is an underrated asset. Christian Wilkins, a little older, another underrated guy. When it comes, ah, that's, nah, he's probably not underrated. I think people know Christian Wilkins at this point, right? Maybe Sheldon Rankins, as an overrated guy, Sheldon Rankins is a good, good player. He's sort of like at the back end of his peak, had a real nice rebound season with the Houston Texans this past year. Probably whether Rankins gets a huge deal or not will remain to be seen. I, I'm skeptical on whether or not he can get. Big time money. They don't, there's hard to come by. They'll only pay one interior defensive lineman real money these days, right? He doesn't have any double digit sack seasons. It's not a ma major tackle guy either. So I probably a little overrated on Rankins. Eh, not a sexy position, but uh, not bad, nevertheless. And then we go, let's go cornerback here as well. And talk about that. I think that there are <laughs> cornerbacks. I basically could name all of them and they're overrated. Um, if I say Stefan Gilmore is that that's a, I was impressed with him. I talked about that on XM. Uh, really impressed with him after Trevon Diggs went down in Dallas. Now, did he give up some plays in production? Yes. He he needs to be the guy on your secondary on your secondary receiver, not your primary. I'll also say that Jeff Okuda, Jeff former first rounder, he's long, he's lean, he's fast, played well in Atlanta this year, and you know that's one of those corners that you need Okuda just to play man on man. That's the only way to get productive. You have to play, let him play straight up. I think with more experience, I think he's just 25 years old. I think he's an underrated asset at this point, somebody that I'd be interested in bringing in. I talked about um, 
you know, that a good corner to bring in. I don't think he's going to cost you an arm and a leg either. Right. So you almost want that. Remember what the Bengals did a few years ago when they brought in uh, Eli Apple and uh, Chidobia Wuzier. And by the way, both, I think both of them are. Yeah. Both Wuzier. Yeah. And Eli Apple, of course, they're both free agents. But remember when they did that sort of patchworked it veteran guys who, you know, played in different spots that played good competition and would get assigned tougher matchups than they were capable of. And then you put them together and they kind of gelled really quickly. That's that's the kind of team I'm looking for for Jeff Okuda. I think he'd fit tremendously there as well. Um, Jalen Johnson, hope the Bears don't get rid of him. You know, he was on my board. Jalen Johnson was the 10th best rated cornerback in my smash reports over at fantasyguru.com this year. He was number one in pro football focus. Surprised by that. I'm surprised PFF came that surprised because PFF was dog dogging the bears defense all season long. I thought they were tremendously undervaluing them. I wonder if they go in and then like, yeah, sort of fudge the numbers, if you will. Um, Legereus need though. He's a guy that by the time you're listening to this, he could be franchise tagged by the Chiefs. Come on, man. That's fucking crazy. It's really, you can't pay him that kind of money. The Chiefs can't. Nobody should. That's too much money for LeJarrius Steed. He played well, very well this season. He ain't that guy. Nassim, Amde Fuck, Don't ever forget. It's the more you get thrown at, the more you get exposed, dude. And uh, and that's a real fucking problem. So I think that's an overrated player right there. So, uh, all right, there you go. I think we talked a little bit of ball here in this episode. Uh, it's a busy time of year. There's no question about that. You know, folks, don't take me the wrong way when I about fantasy baseball. I'm happy to talk about it. I love fantasy baseball. We've got our draft guide available. Ray Flowers puts in more work than anybody. I trust him with my life. I'm happy to talk about it. But we need to get better. We need to get better at evaluating talent. We need to get better at getting away from our comfort zones, changing with the times. All of us need this. Right? We fall into a rhythm. We fall. It's like a bad marriage or something. You fall into a pattern. You forget what the hell you're here for. What are we playing for? What are we trying to do? You know, and I think that's the important takeaway from this episode in addition to uh, the overrated, underrated free agents, right? And NBA is on its way. I would I would start paying attention, folks. I really would. Basketball's fun. It's really fun. If you're a West Coaster, I know a lot of our audience is from the East Coast, and that's totally awesome. But it's, it's so much fun because these games start 8 o'clock West Coast time, mountain time at least, 7 p.m. on the West. That's 10 p.m. on the East Coast. And I see East Coasters are all thumbing their nose up. Oh, I can't do that. It's fucking great for us to have real live games going on while we're at home getting our relax on, right? That's, that's what it's all about. There is a ton of money to be won. There is an infinite number of bets and DFS to play. Basketball is here to stay. Strongly recommend. Remember, Get over to fantasyguru.com. Remember that uh, little thing I told you? Fantasyguru.com slash game time. 
that's an extra 25 bucks off. Nah, put it in as a promo code. It's already 65% off plus 25. I don't even know. That's over 70, almost 75% off of the total package price at fantasyguru.com for that MVP package. Strongly recommend getting VIP. That way I don't have to tell you what's included. Just get fucking everything. It's 50% off right now. Support at fantasyguru.com. And I think Ted could probably work on you with the price and that for all new members uh, that want to join VIP. They want baseball, football, basketball, hockey, PGA, MMA, all that we provide. Again, the community alone is worth it. The Discord alone is worth it. We've got shows podcast data not data you find anywhere else this ain't shit we work our asses off so that our members don't have the same old tired boring fucking content that you could find everywhere all right that's not what we do nor will it ever be all right folks that will do it for this episode thank you once again for putting up with my nonsense no episode next week so go back and listen to some previous ones this is 197 of these already in the tank i think some of the early ones you guys would be greatly entertained pre-covid holy sheep shit you guys would be greatly entertained by those i'll be in chicago for a wedding uh next week as well so uh, i'll still be in discord we'll still be rolling nba bats and everything over at fantasyguru.com but traveling will uh, have me out of pocket for some of the programs and shows I'll jump back in the following week. We'll do a couple more episodes, wrapping up season number four, and then jump right into season number five of this podcast. Thank you all for your support. Thank you to Sean angle for producing. Remember ladies and gentlemen, follow me at Jeff underscore man's on Twitter, the Jeff man's Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, threads and blue sky we you may disagree with any some or everything that you freaking heard every fucking thing that you heard on today's show and you know what that's your choice and that's your right and it's fine with me because just one man's opinion see you next time everybody do sir